Hi, friend, and welcome to the Temple Care Podcast. This is a place where we take a faith-based approach to mental and physical health. I am your host, Erica Pizzo. I'm excited today. I feel like God has been putting a message on my heart that I wanted to share with you guys, and it's all about should I preach to my anxiety? Uh, Sometimes the messages we get, and specifically the messages we sometimes get in the church, are to try harder, to, you know, preach those verses to yourself, ignore your feelings, just keep trying and it will go away. But unfortunately, that doesn't always work, right? You can try yourself all the way into more anxiety because you start having anxiety, then you feel shame for having that anxiety because you've been told it's a sin. So the anxiety grows because now you have anxiety that you have anxiety and you're stuck in sin. And so you just try harder, but the shame gets louder and you find yourself in this big messed up cycle. I know I have been there many times. Trying on our own gets us nowhere. I'm not saying that you shouldn't fight this with scripture, right? I'm not saying you shouldn't blast worship music on those dark days. I have done that more times than I can count. What I am saying, though, is that trying in your own strength without God is going to lead you nowhere. You need his power. You need his spirit to overcome the lies that are circling around in your head. Romans 8.1 tells us, There is therefore now no condemnation for those that are in Christ Jesus. If your words to yourself or if what others are speaking to you have a tone of condemnation, you need to shut that down right now and speak life and truth over yourself. I am not saying don't work on the sin in your life, right? You need to repent. You need to come to Jesus when you are struggling. That is all part of our walk with the Lord. But you are no longer in this state of being condemned before Jesus because he paid it all for you on the cross. You are his. The sins have been forgiven, past, present, and future. There is hope in your struggles. The problem with pointing the finger and saying that anxiety is a sin and leaving it there is that this is something that will cause you to go to shame over and over again, and this is casting stones. So I was reminded of the passage in John 8, verses 1 through 11, where it says, Jesus returned to the Mount of Olives. But early the next morning, he was back again at the temple. A crowd soon gathered, and he sat down and taught them. As he was speaking, the teachers of religious law and the Pharisees brought a woman who had been caught in the act of adultery. They put her in front of the crowd. Teacher, they said to Jesus, this woman was caught in the act of adultery. The law of Moses says to stone her. What do you say? They were trying to trap him into saying something they could use against him. But Jesus stooped down and wrote in the dust with his finger. They kept demanding an answer, so he stood up again and said, All right, but let the one who has never sinned cast the first stone. Then he stooped down again and wrote in the dust. When the accusers heard this, they slipped away one by one, beginning with the oldest, until only Jesus was left in the middle of the crowd with the woman. Then Jesus stood up again and said to the woman, Where are your accusers? Didn't even one of them condemn you? No, Lord, she said. And Jesus said, neither do I. Go and sin no more. I mean, how powerful, right, to hear that from Jesus. Complete forgiveness right in the middle of your sin when you're feeling the most shame. 
He says, neither do I. Go and sin no more. So if you are the person who casts stones, either at yourself you're casting stones or at another sister in Christ, you have to ask yourself, is this helpful for this person stuck in anxiety? Am I actually helping them by calling it a sin and leaving it there? Am I helping myself by doing this, by condemning myself, by keeping myself in a place of shame? I have found that the people who did that with me, who pointed the finger, I felt very unsafe around them. I felt judged. I felt humiliated, like I didn't belong, when all this time they were a sinner just like me. So don't do this to yourself. Don't be the voice of condemnation with no solution. Don't keep yourself in a cycle of shame. There is a difference between preaching to our anxiety and trying in our own strength to make it go away versus inviting the power of the Holy Spirit to come in and change our perspective. Being gentle enough with ourselves that we start to believe in something bigger, right? That we have hope again and that we're not left in this place of shame. So we have to ask, what are some helpful ways to talk to our anxiety? What can we say to our heart and mind when they are in that dark place, when we have that moment where everything's closing in on us? What is actually going to help and not push us further down in the cycle of shame? I want to share with you some things that have helped me and I still use to this day. One of them is to say to yourself, that is not who I am anymore. I am now a new creation in Christ and reminding yourself of your identity in Christ. You can just Google this, you know, identity in Christ verses. You can look them up in the concordance of your Bible. Look up verses that remind you of who you are and think about what that means. So for me, the statements that I cling to the most are, I am loved, I am chosen, I am wanted, because sometimes my anxiety makes me feel like a burden to other people. But these words remind me that God chose me for this. He chose me to become a new creation. He wants me just as I am, anxiety and all, and he's going to use it and he's going to transform it. You can also say to yourself, this one's simple, but it's powerful. I can do brave things. Thinking about the times God has brought you through the impossible, times that you were brave, reminding yourself that you can do hard things. You are stronger than you think you are right in this moment, right? Your anxiety is trying to convince you that you're not brave. You're not strong. You can't do this. But the truth of the matter is that you've been very brave in the past, right? I mean, God has brought you through some incredible things, things you never thought you could walk through. You've carried heavy weights. You've ministered to people. You've done scary things. You've been terrified, right? But you still did it. You were brave. Remind yourself of the times that God brought you through something and you were brave. Also, meditating on Psalm 23. This is the one that says, The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. The goal here is to find a psalm that you go to without even having to think about it because when you're in the moment with anxiety, when you're caught up in that, you're going to have a hard time thinking straight, right? I mean, your, your brain is so clouded. You are so caught up in the anxiety that you're going to need a verse that is 
or a passage or a chapter in the Bible that is bookmarked, that is highlighted, that you can easily go right to without thinking about it. For me, that's Psalm 23, but I encourage you to find whatever ministers specifically to your own heart. Also, it's so important to tell yourself that facing your fears is an adventure with God, right? Some of my greatest adventures in life, some of my greatest memories have been when I was scared and when I chose to face my fears. And many of you saw this on my Instagram this week. I was invited. I had the privilege to go speak to a small group of women and lead a Bible study, but I was terrified, right? I told God at the beginning of creating Temple Care, I said, Lord, I really don't want to do public speaking. Please don't ever ask me to do that. And here he is asking me to do that. And you know what? I was terrified, but I saw that there would be an adventure here with God. I knew that if I did it, that he would have something special waiting there for me. And he did. I mean, the fulfillment that I felt from doing this and the bravery I felt from doing this felt like a real adventure, right? And all I had was that small mustard seed of faith, right? That God could get me through this. It's not like I was going into this totally confident, right? I just had a mustard seed that I was dealing with. But it turned out to be this incredibly beautiful adventure. And I wouldn't trade that memory for anything, right? Also tell yourself, it is okay that I feel scared right now. It's okay to feel that way. Feeling scared is a very human emotion. You don't have to condemn yourself for feeling scared, right? We're going back to the voice of condemnation here. A lot of times we think because we're Christians, we're just going to be automatically brave. We're never going to feel scared about anything. But that's not true, right? It's a human emotion to look at the situation and feel like it's bigger than you and feel scared. Do you think Daniel felt a little scared in the lion's den? I mean, I think maybe he felt fear at one point, but yes, he was an incredible man of faith, but he was facing some lions, right? So there are going to be things that scare us, and I can't promise you that those feelings will go away. Very often, we have to push through those feelings. We have to know that those feelings will exist, and it's okay that they exist, right? But 1 Peter 5.10 tells us, after you have suffered a little while, the God of all grace will restore, confirm, strengthen, and establish you. So remember that even though you feel scared, and maybe you are not seeing any growth in your life because you feel so scared, there is growth happening. You are moving in the direction. God is working all things out for your good. Right around the corner is God confirming you, strengthening you, establishing you. It's in his good nature to do these things in your life. And we're just here for the ride, right? We are here on this ride with him, and it feels scary, right? Especially as we come up to the top of that hill, and we know there's going to be a drop. But this is his roller coaster. He's in total control of it. We are safe. Um, but it's okay to feel those emotions. It's okay to have human emotions in all of this, and it's okay to be scared. So let me pray for us, friends. Heavenly Father, I thank you for just the chance to talk on this. I know that a lot of us feel scared in our everyday life. I know that we're dealing with anxiety day in and day out. But Lord, I pray that our voice and the voice of others around us will not be a voice of condemnation, but that we can trust that you are watching over us in all of this, so we don't have to be scared, that we can remember that you are good, that you are watching over us, that you have good plans for our lives, that we can be hopeful about the state of our anxiety, that we can be brave, 
We can remind ourselves that we can do this with your strength, Lord. And I pray that we will always cling to you in these moments, that we will not preach to ourselves and try harder and do it in our own strength, but that we will cling to you, Jesus, and that we will hold on for a dear life. In your name we pray. Amen. All right, friends, I wanted to remind you of two things really quick. One is um, to go to yourtemplecare.com and sign up for the email list because on there I send out weekly encouragement. I have a lot of fun writing to my email list. Um, and secondly, I have the Unhindered course ready right now, and that is all about breaking free from the shame we feel in our bodies and how once we let go of that, we become unhindered in our faith and we can go further into God's calling over our life. And so working through those areas of shame in our bodies and our weight and the scale and all that stuff and letting God transform those areas of our life so that we feel complete and whole in him and that we can pursue his calling for our life. So I will put the link for that below. Um, I'm really excited because in the next couple of weeks, Temple Care will be turning one. And I cannot wait to do a special podcast for that. Um, just so cool to see God's faithfulness over this last year. I mean, the people I have met through this, um, the amazing conversations I've had on the podcast, and just the encouragement that I have felt personally. I know you guys have felt that too. Um, I'm just praising God for that. And so I am thankful for all of you that have listened this whole time, that have prayed over my ministry. I am super grateful um, so I can't wait for that episode coming in a couple weeks and I will see you guys next time.